Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spizer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw bond yields falling amid some dovish Fed speak in the US. In turn, that depressed the US dollar currency and lifted equities. The S&P 500 is up 0.7% on the day. Oil prices didn't rise uh, much further overnight. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is unchanged on the day after falling overnight. The uh, Aussie dollar rose from 63.43 to 64.12, and the Kiwi rose from 59.60 to 60.24. The Aussie Kiwi cross fell from 106.50 to 106.24, making a fresh four-month low. In the interest rate markets, the US Treasury bond market was closed for the Columbus Day holiday, um, but futures did trade, and pricing for the Fed funds rate slipped further. Uh, they were now only pricing in five basis points of tightening at the next meeting on the 2nd of November. That's about a 25% chance of a hike, so uh, really uh, softening expectations there. And um, further out, they're only pricing a maximum of a 35% chance of a hike, which is in the month of December. Australian interest rates, uh, they traded overnight. We saw the three-year bond yield falling from 3.97 to 3.88 and the 10-year falling from 4.55 to 4.43%. And New Zealand pricing for the OCR um, is at nine basis points for the 29 November meeting. So that's about a 35% chance of a hike. And uh, in this cycle, um, they're only expecting a maximum of an 80% chance now of one more hike by April of next year. So that's receded quite a bit from uh, that was sitting over 100% uh, a few weeks ago. In the commodity markets, Brent crude oil, uh, spot version, rose 3.7% to $91. Most of that reflected the initial reaction following the weekend attacks on Israel. Copper's up 0.9%, iron ore's down 2.6%, sorry, 2.2% to $116, and gold is up 1.6%. Now, a bit more detail on the market-moving elements overnight, namely the Fed speak from the US. We had three members speaking, and none of them really uh, endorsed the idea of um, uh, further rate hikes being likely. Uh, Logan said that the recent surge in long-term bond yields means there might be less need for the central bank to tighten again. And Jefferson echoed that, uh, also talking about higher bond yields and keeping that in mind as, they, as he assesses the future path of policy. Barr uh, didn't talk about uh, those uh, long-term bond yields as a factor, but he talked about the labour market. He said they made a lot of progress uh, on the inflation front so far. He said he's not overly focused on one number coming in. I guess he's alluding to... Uh, last week's quite strong labour report in the US. You see the labour market remains tight overall, but there are some elements showing supply and demand are better, better into balance, uh, such as lower growth in average yearly earnings and a declining in the quit rate. So not really, uh, or if anything, downplaying the uh, strength in that uh, labour report. On the day, what's out that could be market moving? Uh, in the local time zone, in Australia, we'll have a pair of sentiment surveys. We've got the Westpac Consumer Sentiment Survey, which will give us a timely update on how households are thinking about the RBA's extended policy pause, as well as those lingering cost of living issues. 
And we get the NAB Business Competence Survey, um, which shows that conditions, uh, or probably show that conditions have been little changed of a late, well off the high scene last year. Not much out data-wise in the global calendar, um, but tonight in the US we get more FedSpeak from three uh, additional members uh, to, to those who spoke last night. We get Bostitch, Waller and Kashkari, and uh, we'll be looking to see what they say about that uh, recent labour market report in the US. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again at the same time tomorrow morning.